Welcome to your go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Wait For It Podcast, and welcome to the August edition of Netflix and Phil. I am your co-host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. Super excited to be back. Hope you guys have enjoyed all the content we have put out thus far in August. Uh, It is a little bit of a lighter month in terms of content. We're just taking some time to kind of relax and recharge our batteries so we can finish the year strong. For anyone that's brand new to the show, make sure you stick around to the end of the episode. I'll let you know where you can find all the rest of our content, as well as our social media pages. And welcome back to all of you returning listeners, constant supporters, truly could not do this without you. So really, really excited about this month's episode. And you guys, I think something is happening here uh, that has never happened with Netflix and Phil is we are going back to back Netflix movies. I know. I promise you, I'm fine, uh, as fine as somebody uh, can be in 2023, a millennial in 2023 can be. Last month, I recommended the absolutely fantastic animated film called Nomona, which I truly believe should be the front runner for best animated picture next year at the Oscars. And this month, I am covering yet another film that I think is deserving of some hardware. Now, when it comes to I don't know what this would qualify as because it's kind of it's a bit of comedy, it's sci-fi, it's drama, it's a little bit of everything. And that's something I'm going to be talking about in this review and this recommendation. And we're going to be talking about They Cloned Tyrone, which stars John Boyega, Tiana Paris, as well as Jamie Foxx. And this was a film that kind of was kind of swept under the rug and went under the radar for a very specific reason. And I'll talk about that here in just a moment. For those of you that are brand new and you've never listened to an episode of Netflix and Phil, it's the opportunity that I get to talk about uh, different shows or movies from various streaming sites, Hulu, Apple TV, Amazon Prime, and of course, Netflix. But let's go ahead and jump into this thing here. Here is the synopsis from Netflix. A series of eerie events thrust an unlikely trio, Boyega, Fox, and Paris, onto the trail of a nefarious government conspiracy in this pulpy mystery caper. Now, this movie is relatively new. It only came out a few weeks ago. So some of you that may not have heard of it, you're probably wondering, why didn't I really see any marketing or people talking about this film? Well, it came out on July 21st last month. And I don't know if you guys know this, but a couple films came out on that same day in theaters uh, called Barbie and Oppenheimer. So... (laughs) There wasn't really a whole lot of chit chat when it came to this movie, except for when I went on Twitter and saw people talking about it um, because of the fact that it is kind of being overlooked because of Barbenheimer weekend. And somebody in uh, somebody reviewed this film on Letterboxd and said it like so perfectly. Uh, This is Cinema Joe. Oh, Cinema Joe. (laughs) As if I have to. A lot of you probably know who Cinema Joe is, but he said Barbenheimer will force this movie into the shadows. And five years from now, Twitter will be saying, how was this not more popular? 
And that is like spot on because people are going to discover this movie randomly and going to be like, yo, this is fantastic when like people like myself and, you know, and, and other reviewers are shouting its praises from the rooftops in the now. So I'm hopefully helping you get to the movie before a lot of other people do, because if you like films such as like Get Out or TV shows like Black Mirror, this is going to be right up your alley. Let me tell you something, guys. Jewel Taylor, who is the director, this is his film directorial debut, and it's absolutely insane. I would like to see a list of like directors that just hit the ground running with their first film. I would have to look it up and, and see what that list entails. But that's got to be some kind of rare air for what he did here. They Clone Tyrone is easily one of the best films I've seen all year. I moved it to number four um, as far as movies that I've seen this year. My favorite films on my letterbox list, which should be in our link tree link of this show notes. But to give you an idea, I actually moved They Clone Tyrone up into my top four. So um, it's only behind... Uh, across the Spider-Verse, Nimona, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And I'm going to be honest with you, it made a push to get into the top three. It made a case for that. That's how much I enjoyed this movie. Let's start with John Boyega, who's one of the main characters. He plays Fontaine. And it's a real bummer that John Boyega has had this kind of like Star Wars, this new trilogy stink attached to him for a lot of his runs since those movies came out because he is so excellent. He is just so damn good. I know he's out in the media saying some things that are a little outlandish or, you know, seems like he's a little bitter, but I feel like he kind of has the right to be, right? Like, I mean, I'm not going to make this all about Star Wars, but like the Finn character just evolved over time in terms of importance and the writing and everything like that. Like, I mean, again, it's neither here nor there, but we need more of John Boyega in Hollywood because he is excellent in this. He's paired with, as I mentioned, Jamie Foxx, who plays Slick Charles, who is a pimp, and Tiana Paris, who uh, plays Yo-Yo, who is a prostitute. And you may recognize Tiana Paris. It took me a second to recognize where she is from, but she is Photon, or Monica Rambeau from WandaVision, also upcoming in the Marvels. And it was crazy seeing her in this because WandaVision was the first time I had ever seen her in anything. And this character, Yo the character of Yo-Yo, Certainly a different character for Monica Rambeau for the obvious reasons. But in terms of charm and wit and delivery, so, so good. Like, I've talked about this with Captain Marvel in general with Brie Larson because, like, I've stated I know she's a very charming and likable person, but Carol Danvers is not. It's the same exact thing here with Tiana Paris and Monica Rambeau and seeing her in this. It's like, why aren't you... Why aren't they the Marvel writers, why aren't they highlighting the fact that their actors and actresses are so charming and likable and, and writing them so one-dimensionally, right? You know what I'm saying? So seeing her in this actually made me excited to see the character of Monica Rambeau slash Photon in the Marvels because she's so amazing in The Clone Tyrone. And then Jamie Foxx is just in rare air here. I mean, he's always incredibly entertaining. But it's as if like this was a reminder for the world to be like, hey, remember, <laughs> remember, I'm at the top of my game here. And that's what Jamie Foxx delivers with this like Charles performance. And, and, and individually, they're excellent. I really, really love them together, though. 
they form like one of my favorite trios I've seen in a movie in like a really, really long time. They play off of each other. They all have very, very different personalities, but it's a it's a group of people that mesh together because you need each one of the personality archetypes, right? It's like sometimes people are thrown together in movies or TV shows that have absolutely no chemistry. I could just watch them sit around and talk to each other and talk shit for hours <laughs> it's, it's it's so good the movie's two hours long and it gets off to a relatively quick start and then you start to see the black mirror-esque type of mystery and conspiracy pretty quickly and to borrow again a little bit from cinema joe here i mean this perfectly blends the black exploitation film sci-fi comedy satire all of that is present here i cannot recommend this movie anymore it is so much fun it's got a nice little twist at the end as well, and I think you guys will uh, will really, really enjoy it. I'm so excited to see what's next from Jewel Taylor. And looking at his IMDb, he had kind of directed some shorts, a couple episodes of television, a lot of writing credits, including stuff such as uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy, as well as Creed 2. But man, again, I cannot wait to see what is next from him. Don't want to spoil anything here. Obviously, very plot-heavy movie, if that hasn't come across, but definitely go check this out right away. Currently has a 94% a tomato meter score on Rotten Tomatoes and a 100% audience score. What more than you need? I gave it a four out of five on Letterboxd, but honestly, that might go up upon a second viewing of the film. This is why I wish Letterboxd had like a 0.25, uh, 0.75 ability, uh, because I gave it a four out of five, but again, that could go up upon a second viewing. But that's it for this month's episode of Netflix and Phil. You guys wanted to keep it short and sweet because again, I'm not going to spoil anything. <laughs> When it comes to this movie, go check out They Clone Tyrone on Netflix, available right now. And also Netflix, as well as all you other big studios, pay your fucking writers because we need more things like this in the world. It is excellent. And you should uh, compensate the people that help bring you such fantastic films. But anyway, once again, guys, if you are brand new to the podcast, make sure you check out the Linktree link in the show notes of this episode. You'll find everything, social media pages, all the rest of our content as well as a link to our Patreon. If you find yourself wanting to support the show a little bit more, you will get access. Uh, you will get early access to episodes, bonus video content, access to polls for the episodes, a whole bunch of stuff like that, as well as some merch, depending on the tier you sign up for. You'll also get shout outs in every episode like our patron Briar gets. So make sure you check that out. Or if you just want to, or if you want to support us for free, head on over to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and leave us a five-star review. Folks, I'm Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil Filipino. This has been the August edition of Netflix and Phil. Do not forget, we release new episodes every Monday and Wednesday with additional bonus content over on our TikTok page. And all you got to do is wait for it. So, I heard you're looking for a go-to source for entertainment. Wait for it? Gaming? Wait for it? Anime? Plus Ultra! Mr. Eric Almighty and Phil the Filipino? Yeah, they've got you covered. And all you gotta do is... Wait for it. This is the Wait For It Podcast.